It takes a lot of time, effort, and discipline to develop them. But once they've been developed, it is extremely hard to change them. And hence we say, they determine your fate. Hello, welcome to the Half Hour with Jonah Mungoshi. And today, our topic is developing success habits. Are there habits that most people who succeed share? Yes. By the same token, are there habits that most people who fail share? A resounding yes. So by studying the habits of people who have succeeded, we can learn what it takes to succeed. And then we can use that learning to inform our own actions, to develop habits that will help us to succeed. Habits are of critical importance to human beings. Imagine you've just come from the VID, having acquired, having managed to pass the test, and you have received your provisional driver's license. You sit in the driver's seat of the car from the driving school, and suddenly you're getting all these instructions from your instructor, and then you're told to start the car, and there's just an overload of information and you struggle to do it. Well, fast forward to maybe two years later, you've managed to get your license, you've been driving every day, maybe for the past one year, and everything is happening automatically. What has changed? Habits. At first, we have to make efforts to learn our habits. We are controlling what we need to do in order to learn the habits. But after that, the habits control us. So they actually say that all the repetitive actions we do over a period of time become habits. And then those habits will determine our fate or our destiny. So when it comes to success, there are certain habits that we find people who succeed tend to share. Let me share one with you right now. It's the habit of being enterprising. What do we mean by enterprising? I know that's a big word. Enterprising. You get what I'm saying? It's somebody who uses whatever they have at an optimal level. It's somebody who uses creativity. So a lot of people will look at what they have and say, I don't really have much, there's nothing I can do. Let's, let's use a practical example. Maybe someone has got a piece of land and they say, you know, this piece of land is in an area that is not very good. The soil is not of high quality and there's gravel in the ground. What can I do? And they end up doing nothing. An enterprising person will then say, what can I do with this soil? Maybe they say, hey, wait a minute. Uh, there's this program and I understand you've got to dig holes in the ground and you have to put uh, which is fertile and the next year it's easy because you've already dug the holes and they start doing that and they set themselves a program and say well I've got one hectare if I wake up each day I can just do uh, maybe uh, you know cover a small area another area and by the end of say October I know I've done the whole piece of land so that is being resourceful because you're taking the same resources but you're using them in a creative way so that is an enterprising person. An enterprising person uses whatever resources they have to the best of their ability. And they try something different. They are creative. So creativity and resourcefulness equal enterprise. So question for you. When you look at your life, what new things have you started, say, in the past year or even since the beginning of the year? Today's day number 145 since the beginning of the year, if I'm not mistaken. What is it that you have done that demonstrates that you have an enterprising habit? How have you demonstrated resourcefulness? What resources do you already have 
that you have used in a way that adds value? What creativity have you demonstrated? What have you done that is different and that adds value? So you can give yourself a mark. Anything from 1 out of 1 or 0 out of 1 out of 10 or 0 out of 10 if it's very low, up to 10 out of 10 if it's very high. But bear in mind that almost all the people that have achieved success through their efforts demonstrate a high level of being enterprising. They possess the habit of being enterprising. What about you? If you want to hear more and assess yourself more, stick around and I'll be sharing this on the other side. On the line, and uh, he did say earlier that we become prisoners of our own habits, determines really how we end up. Certain habits actually lead us to failure. But there are certain habits that lead us to success. This is what he is helping us appreciate. Developing success habits is back on the line. Jonah, you were talking about uh, being enterprising earlier. Uh, yes. Yeah, let's so let me just conclude on enterprising because we've got quite a number to cover. So enterprising is about being creative and also being resourceful. The other eight uh, habits are as follows. So let me cover them quickly, and then I'll go deeper on each one. Number one, we've already said enterprising habits. Number two, completion habit. The habit of completing what you start, not leaving things unfinished. It's a habit of making sure when you start something, you see it through to the end. That is the habit number two, a success habit you can start adopting right away. Habit number three is the habit of planning. Sitting down and actually writing a plan for whatever you want to achieve rather than just starting and hoping that things will work out. Habit number four is the habit of action taking. So someone could sit and plan and plan, but at the end of the day, no action is taken. Next time you see them, they have yet another plan. At the end of the day, no action is taken. So that is, that is not going to lead you to success. So habit number four is action taking. Habit number five is reflection. Reflection helps you to look back at what you have done. Look back at the journey you have traveled and then extract from that experience important lessons that will now change how you do things in future because you have now learned from your past. So that is habit number five reflection. Habit number six is the habit of measurement. When you measure what you're doing, you are being informed by the progress you are making. They say in management, you don't get what you expect, you get what you inspect. So that's all part of measurement. So if you make it a point that you are measuring your success, your progress, your challenges, whatever, they say that Anything that you measure cannot remain the same. So that's habit number six. It's a habit of measurement. Habit number seven is purposeful networking. Purposeful networking is where you decide who you want to be close to, who are the people you want to hang around with. And you set about getting such people to be within your circle or moving yourself into a circle that is made up of people who are purposeful. So that's habit number seven, purposeful networking. Habit number eight is the habit of learning. They are what I call lifelong learners. Most of the time, 
people who I consider failures are the ones when my egos are so inflated that they feel good in the gut and so they will not attempt to learn something. Most people that are successful that I know, if they don't know something, they say, hey, hey, teach me. I really want to know this. But I simply, ah, so I have realized that successful people are lifelong learners. All the time. The last one, habit number nine, is the habit of 100%. Is the habit of dedication. They're in it 100%. They are not just barely scratching the surface, but they'll go as deep as they can to learn, to know, to apply, to do it. In fact, you can say they become obsessed. And sometimes it requires nothing less than 100% dedication for you to succeed in whatever endeavor you're going. So, I haven't covered all nine. Let me just repeat them. Uh, enterprising is number one. Completion is number two. Planning is number three. Action taking is number four. Reflection is number five. Measurement is number six. Purposeful networking is number seven. Learning is number eight. And 100% is number nine. So having covered all these, I can now go deeper on each one. But let me pause for a moment in case you want to say something. Uh, I just wanted to talk about the matter and then now ego. Uh, you could see, it's when you go and then but because the how do you uh, go around near the ego? I think Chegutanga is a realization. It's it's awakening. So I'm hoping good Antwanu's knowledge is power. So maybe there's someone who is listening right now. You know, in any point no hesitate kubunzavanu. But in the kabunzavanu, I'll look like a fool once do vandapua knowledge. But in the kazavunzavanu, I continue being a fool because I discuss zero. In fact, the Bible says only a fool will lean upon his own misunderstanding. So Chekutanga is realization. After realization, then it needs a bit of courage for you to just overcome that hesitancy. And if you overcome it the first time, you will need less effort to overcome it the second time. You'll need even less. And guess what? It actually becomes a habit. habit, So realization is first. And I'm hoping programs such as this, for sure, I can actually just ask. There's absolutely nothing wrong with asking, and I'll look like an, like an idiot once, but after that, I'm knowledgeable. Whereas if I stick to my ignorance, I'll continue to look uh, like, like, uh, like an idiot. All right, interesting. But as well, uh, we have messages coming in, but I'll allow you to just go deeper. Tuzunyatopinda, my messages are my contributions towards this year, very topic that you're speaking about. But uh, Wonderful. Regarding what cha cha cha, but at least I cover all nine. Uh, number two, completion. In order for you to complete what you start, you need to prioritize. Van vanutaza complete kajinji. Van vaningvachiyeza ku pusha ma goals akawanda. So you need to focus on a few goals. The fewer the goals you have, the higher the likelihood that you will succeed. So I say that. Uh, Few is more, right? My goals must show me because one higher chance you come up. The other thing about completion is start with the end in mind. 
Because could you completely one can see very clear on where you are headed, But we'll touch on this as well in the next goal, in the next habit we are using. So habit year completion, all I'm saying is prioritize. It, these are the most important things. One or two. That's why in the success skill Dora we say good one goal you have to achieve this week. If you achieve others, fine, but what is the one most important? And then every single day, what is the one most important action that you definitely take today? Why do we do this? Is to do the completion. Because for you to complete Moving on to habit number three, planning. But planning till good have a goal. Write down a goal. Writing is important. Goal young and end. It's the same as what we're saying in habit two, could start with the end in mind. End do goal Vision. You could actually write the vision as the goal as one thing. And then you can put as you know to my milestone. Do you know measure say you couldn't So let's say my goal was to make sure that I have one thousand followers per TikTok. And it, and then I can put a, a milestone. You could kind of skip at two hundred. And don't open better and then that's like a passion number. To go on the cover and demand that you could skip at four hundred. My milestones are because I skip at eight hundred until I reach my goal of what? Of a thousand. So what I'm saying is, is I'm a milestone. You go to no one is a good pembera. Urupa journey. Plan of action. Chinyo ramaji zonda kuita kudi. What is the task that I'm going to do? Who is doing it? Maybe it's me. By when will I do it? So task. Who is doing it? By when? And if you want and you are more advanced, you can say using what resources. So that's habit number three, planning. Have a goal or a vision, put milestones, and have a plan of action. Habit number four is habit of action taking. accountability. commitment Accountability works. We know that it works. The other thing you need is motivation. Now, motivation is quite a vague term, but what it means is fuel to drive you. Because good motor is start a family in a fuel, whether it's petrol or diesel or it's using electric power. Saka you to start, you need a motivation. Saka motivation is simbari mauri, you need ukwanise kutora action. Some of them motivation, you need to do something. Maybe you need literature, you need to do something. Maybe you need to challenged. But motivation is a kosha in taking action. Discipline is a kosha. And force yourself, sheer effort or willpower. So habit number four is action. You know, through accountability, motivation, discipline, and using your own willpower to just put sheer effort. Habit number five is reflection. You are learning from your experience. self-analysis. And most important, change. When you learn, then change it. If you learn could Rushanda, then put more more fuel to that. Add volume. Habit number six is measurement. Uh, you don't get what you expect, you get what you inspect. I think Damboy explained enough. Habit of purposeful networking, the people you want to hang around with, you actually set a goal. What value can you give to those people? How can you attract these people into your life? How can you join their circles? Habit of learning, power. what have you learned since the beginning of the year? And finally, habit number nine, habit of 100%, zinyudze, immerse yourself, get completely involved, get dedication. So if you choose one thing you're going to do and you're dedicated and committed to it, it's more likely that you habits are like completion because it's more likely you're going to plan. It's not overwhelming. It's more likely that you're going to take action, etc., etc., etc. So let me pause over there. Right, great. Uh, 0719-100-404-DOOR also comes through with your questions. 
Uh, we have uh, none other than Jonam Goshe for our usual sessions. And Wednesday, we get to get uh, a weekly dose of inspiration. It's talking about developing success habits. And uh, the habits being, being enterprising, completing habits, planning, action taken, reflection, and uh, extracting lessons from that. They also spoke about measurement, being purposeful, learning, and dedication. What are your thoughts and uh, what are some of the questions that you have for him? Someone says, good day, Glenda and Jonah. Uh, just a quick question. How can I reach out to my network or people whenever I need help with resources? I find at times people unwilling to assist you when you are in need. This is Kudinisli. Wonderful. So could the, the first question I'll ask you is, how often do you assist people yourself? Right. That's the first question. Second question I'll ask you, Kudzi, is that, how do you actually spend your free time? There are people who will dedicate time, uh, Madam Glenda, to following on social media some of these socialites. Somebody takes pride kutindaziva outfit pa social media before other people have seen it. Do you think that person will come to your aid when you need help? No. You are being stupid if you're doing that. If you're spending time offering value, to people that you will expect help from, you are more likely to get help. What you need to do is to find a way of moving into the circles of the right kind of people. Where do they hang around? What do they enjoy doing? What do they listen to? And you start by using, there's what is called the six degrees of separation. I don't know if you've heard of that uh, concept, Glenn. Have you heard of it? No. It says that between you and any other person in the world, there are six steps. Let's say between you and uh, give me the name of somebody famous that you know. Somebody famous? Yeah. George Billionaire. Yeah, okay. Let's say him. Let's say you didn't know him, right? I mean, like personally. Let's say somebody you didn't know personally. They say there's, there's an average of six steps to get to that person. I just want someone else. I end up knowing that person. So you start to make use, starting with what you have. Remember, habit number one is being enterprising. Being enterprising, part of it is being resourceful. Even being resourceful with your, your immediate circle. Circle, you actually are we now. Network, you are we now right now. How, who are the people in there who are likely to lead you to more, uh, to, 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 to people who, who are more in line with the network that you desire? Right. So you need to be purposeful about this. If you get invited maybe to a dinner or something or even a social event, maybe an end of year party from a colleague, go there not to eat and, and, and drink, but go there to socialize, you, to network. You know the kind of person you'd like to, to hang around with and then focus on that. The other thing is, you know what? Our minds are powerful. When you are actually top of mind, you know you want to network with someone and you make that a central point in terms of your desires to the universe, in terms of your prayers to God. Sooner or later, opportunities will arise that will lead you to that person as long as you stick around to it and you move in the right circles and do the right things. So don't waste your free time. Don't focus on uh, priding yourself, it's a like posting who doesn't know you, who doesn't care about you. And uh, it's sad, but I see a lot of people who take pride in that and somehow they think that will better their situation. Focus on doing things for people who are likely to do things for you. Focus on using your existing network to link you with the right people. Focus on giving value to the people you know because no one can ever forget what you do for them. 
Right. So people might forget, you know, uh, some of the things about you, but when you have touched their lives, when you've done something that makes a difference in their lives, they're likely to remember it. So instead of thinking, when I want to help, people don't help me, I want you to answer the question, how often and, and how many people am I offering help to, particularly those who are in the circles that could also help me back? All right, quickly, let me just go through some of the other messages here because we are running out of time. Hi, Glenda. Answer from the day. I started listening to Jonah Mgoshi last week, but one, I thank God for that. I'm now starting to develop from his teachings. I hope by three months' time, I will achieve something big. When someone comes through, says, Hanzi Izo na kuto gadzirirambewe madima uku, kuto yenda kumunda uku. Come, maenza nditengese. And urban farming with aim to grow large into commercial farming. I like Abatumira and a picture of George Akari. Haji, I'm following the conversation. I'm motivated uh, listening to Jonah there and what he's saying. This is Chris in Waterfalls. Someone says, I, Pamwe Pacho Uno Bundamuno, Aribeta Kudarikai, where my ideas are not easy. Nizosho, for business. Aku, the no challenge at all, because the Vamuranu, but Tema, Vadifimudzira. And the Anor Wadi Wakutu Uyu, um, Nanga in the same level, Nanakuku not the same position, Yoyo, and Nakambo Sangano, Najo, Maka Bati, Jacare Pano. How do we break all the habits? Uh, I'll ask you to quickly respond to these before I read a few more and we shut it down. Right, breaking old habits. Uh, one, you tackle them one by one. Right. So don't try and change many habits at the same time. That will not work. So look at one habit and aim to break that habit. How do you do it? Kusema chivi wona chiwia. So don't say, I want, to, I want to stop the habit of coming late to meetings. Uh-uh. You say, I want to start a habit of being punctual. You phrase it in the positive. And having done that, then you set yourself a goal using exactly the things that I've been mentioning here. So my goal, if I go to habit number, let me, let me see, I go to habit number, number three, habit of planning. My goal is to be punctual. And I know if I can be punctual for every meeting I'm going to attend for the next three months, that habit will have been well implanted in me. What will I do? Accountability. I want so-and-so to hold me accountable. Maybe these are people that I work with who normally attend meetings with me, and they will do it. Number three, I'm going to be reflecting. At the end of each week, I'll check how many meetings was I late for, how long was I late for. I'll even do a graph and plot to say, uh, in the last three weeks, I can see my graph, I am reducing the number of minutes by which I'm late, or I'm increasing the number of minutes by which I'm early, or something like that. So you need accountability. You need to have set it as a goal. You need to continually revisit it and, and, and reflect on it. Maybe number four, last one I can say on that, is you need to reward yourself. Nothing succeeds like success. So the moment you see, within the complete whole week, I was early for every meeting, celebrated. It. it doesn't mean spend a lot of money, but celebrate it because you, you are teaching your mind to, to feel good about doing the right thing. So never underestimate the power of celebrating your successes. All right. Someone says, I also write down my orders, including sales and expenditure. This is helping me a lot. Hi. Um, and the coach get well soon. This year, I'm still adding some goods with the... Uh, uh, which my customers need in my tax shop, and it's working and seeing it by the volume of customers. And I always have a good relationship with my customer. I avoid associating with people who have negative minds. I disassociate myself from people that have this kind of attitude. Someone says, lots of people never are happy to see you happy. I'm not talking to see whilst they know 
what to do to be successful. That's why one wakawanda I will allow you to respond to that and maybe a parting shot because we are out of time. <laughs> All right. Um, I think experiences differ. I have found out that when you ask and you ask with humility, most people respond positively. I've seen that most people actually feel when you ask them, you know, I've tried this in say, Yes, some people might not tell you everything about their success, just as you won't tell everything about everything you have done. It's the nature of life. But most people, trust me, are happy to share. Maybe it's the attitude with which you ask. I've personally found out that most people do uh, respond positively. Um, for those of you who want more of this, please send your name via WhatsApp to 0775190718. I'll repeat that. Please send your name via WhatsApp to 0775190718, and we will put you in the group for the Success Family, where you'll have access to this material, including recorded programs and other helpful tidbits. My son, uh, John, I have to let you go. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, we look forward to having you on this session. How about the results? Through next week. All right, you won. Yeah, yeah at long up. last. Oh, my word. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> Congratulations. So, yeah, we shut it down. We catch up with you next week, same time. Hey, bye. Awesome. Bye. You have it. Uh, that's our John Mungoshi, and uh, that's our session that has just kicked off right there. We take a bit of a break, and we'll be back just now. Time to sit back and fill up your appetite for local TV on DSTV channel 294. It is finally here, ZTM Prime. Catch all the sitting dramas, sports action, hot music, as well as a wide range of entertaining reality, documentaries, and lifestyle shows. Tune in 24 May, DSTV channel 294, ZTM Prime. Get the picture. Life never stops, so you can't afford to stop. That's why you need a Mahel unlike other Mahels. Start your day with new Adas Sumba Mahel. It's the same great maize taste you love, now with the fresh new look of Adas. No matter where you're going, make sure you get there nourished, energized, and ready to own the day. New Adas Sumba Mahel, the seed to succeed. And today we're talking about success. Mm-hmm. Developing success habits. So we just uh, kick-started the session. As usual, we get to do this every Wednesday around this time. I work with those of inspiration. Jonah, good afternoon, and thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Glenda. Good afternoon, listeners. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh my God, your voice sounds so different today. No, uh, you see, what happened is that I read somewhere that if my voice is deeper, it tends to be seen as being more romantic by members of the opposite sex. So I've been working hard on it, and I'm glad, you know, there are results showing. I see something. I'm kidding. I'm down with a terrible, terrible flu. <laughs> Oh my God, get all the. Yeah. Oh my God, that voice sounds so deep, deeper than usual. <laughs> that is great that you 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 managed to just um yeah feel this well usual. Yeah, yeah, let's hope I make it through the show. But you know what would really make me feel better is if I beat you in the competition today. Yeah, I'm more I'm more trying to rig up. I'm not. I'm just rigging. I'm gonna say we influence our thoughts. 
But I wasn't really telling people good news, Jonah. <laughs> yeah, Jonah and David. Ah, he's okay. Anyway, we'll see by the end of the show. And then, all right, so let's get into it. Let me, let me, let me allow you to get into it. Right. So, uh, what I'm saying here is that what you are today, Glenda, is largely, okay, where you're born and, you know, the way you come into this world, if we look at the village, the color of the skin, the tribe, the language, you don't determine that, you know, it's determined by somebody else. But if we look at most of what has happened from the time you became an adult to where you are today, it has largely been determined by your own decisions and your own actions. And as human beings, we make life simpler for ourselves, or we are created in such a way that we simplify decision-making by using habits. So habits are the, the pre-programmed shortcuts that we have programmed into ourselves to say, this works, and when I do this, it'll be fine. And once that habit is set, you are actually a prisoner of your habits. Your habits will largely determine who you become. So if you've got a habit of being punctual, in the fullness of time, it will affect your results in life. If you have a habit of being late for meetings or whatever, that too might even determine where you end up. Maybe you're late for interviews, etc. If you have a habit of generosity, it will tell in terms of maybe how generous people are in return to you. So habits make or break us. So that is the starting point. Are we together on that one so far? Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. So, having said that, there are certain habits that as sure as night follows day, they will lead you to failure. And it's, I don't think that's debatable. If you are lazy, for example, it's pretty common knowledge that it's not likely to lead to success in most fields in life, right? If you don't want to learn and, and, and gain mastery or skill in a certain area, you're not likely to become an expert. So that's not debatable, really. But the question then is, are there habits that, you know, successful people tend to share? And I'm saying, yes, there is. So the first one we've covered is resourcefulness. When very resourceful, sorry, it's enterprising. It's the same thing, enterprising. Munari enterprising, munu wakuti mukampachinu chokuita. Ano wananzira, yukuita chinu ichocho, ne mando ye pamsoro, uye achiedza zumwezuitua za mamsinga mboone msinga fungiri. So I just gave an example of somebody can complain that I've got this piece of land. It's not fertile. It's, you know, it's in a terrible place. But what could you do with that? Right. Find what you can do. So being enterprising means, one, you appreciate value. Number two, you have a certain level of gratitude. So, you know, this attitude always comes back. You have a certain level of gratitude with what you have. You're not saying you couldn't have more or better, but you're saying...